0: Welcome to A Dab of Investment, the go to podcast on wealth management for people with investments, pensions, and something to leave behind for the next generation by Alex and David Pritchard, powered by Applewood Independent. Hello, and welcome again to A Dab of Investment from Applewood Independent with me, David Pritchard. In this episode, I'd like to give you an update on the markets with the markets around the world and all the fund managers that Alex and I have seen recently. Over the last two months, Alex and I have seen every fund manager that we invest into and many that we don't currently invest into, either on Zoom, mainly for myself in their offices in London, and we've had quite a few of the fund managers come to our offices in Nantwich as well for meetings. One of the benefits of having around 300 million pounds invested for our clients is that we have substantial amounts to invest with the fund managers in the city. And we have quite a lot of funds where we own two or three percent of the fund for our clients, which gives us access to the fund managers, which to be honest with you, very few other independent financial advisors actually have having seen virtually every fund manager that we invest to and some that we don't, the general consensus is that 2022 was a perfect storm year. If you think back to the events that happened and the cause that I had, had on stock markets, stocks and shares, various different types of investments, we ended 2021 on an absolute high in terms of the stock market growth, the performance of the funds, and everything was looking set fair. We then had the concern of the build-up of Russia around Ukraine. We then had the actual event of Russia invading Ukraine. And that led to, obviously food shortages in terms of wheat production, things like that, as Ukraine is known as the breadbasket of the world. That led to the problems with energy and the massive rises in energy prices which then pushed up inflation very quickly, which then led belatedly to the various central banks around the world, pushing up interest rates quicker to try and combat inflation. Interest rate increases usually takes 12 to 18 months to actually have an effect on inflation. And the Bank of England, most commentators would say, we're actually slow off the mark to do that and should have seen inflation being higher anyway towards the end of 2021. We then had the budget from Kwasi Kwarteng and Les Trust. And I can't begin to tell you how much of a disaster that was for many things in terms of the amount of the government borrowing, the cost of it. It jumped overnight from 2% for the government to borrow money to make up the budget deficit to over 6%. It meant the Bank of England had to step in with final salary pension schemes because of the dramatic fall in the value of gilts and pump in 19 billion. It lost confidence in the economy, it lost confidence in government, it lost confidence in the Bank of England and was a major event. In fact, the biggest fall in markets and other assets of last year. And then it looked to stabilize somewhat towards the end of the year. And then early in 2023, of course, we had the SVB Bank, the Signature Bank, the First Republic Bank, all in America, suffering major issues and the Federal Reserve and the states having to step in and protect depositors. And then that was quickly followed by Credit Swiss in Switzerland, which again, the Swiss government changed the laws so that they could wipe out. Bondholders, which was many of the funds with fixed interest, actually held. So 2022 was a perfect storm year. Virtually everything went down. Mid cap shares, small cap shares, AIM shares in the UK went down. Fixed interest went down because of the rising interest rates and the quasi quarteting budget. Property, commercial property prices fell around 15%, not through any fault of the fund managers, but because the valuers put all the prices down. Around fifteen percent, because of the general malaise that was about for the economy, and the rising interest rates, and the effect that they thought that that would have on the commercial property market. So everything went down. The states went down as well, and obviously the biggest stock market in the world, tech stocks at one point fell anything between forty and sixty percent, with Netflix, Amazon, Google, Tesla, Apple, Facebook. All of them really, really suffering in share price values and technology stocks make up a third of the American market. So that also fell as well. So it was really, really tough year. So where do we stand here for 2023? The consensus of the fund managers is that particularly in the UK, it's going to be quite a tough year. And they don't see major recovery in the stock markets this year, but they are hoping that it will be flat. But what it does give is decent incomes. So the fixed interest funds, because of the capital value for, the ones that we're investing into for our clients are currently paying between 6 and 8% yield. That means even if there are more interest rates to come in the UK, which we think there will be between half and 1%, maybe up to as much as 5.5%. We think that the yield at the end of the day is going to hold up well, and there should be some, with income reinvested, actual capital appreciation over this year, because interest rates have to rise approximately 2% for those capital value yields to be wiped out, and we don't think that they will go up that high. We think that the dividends on the portfolio that we've got for clients, again, are paying around 4.75% at the moment, which is really good. And hopefully we'll be close to what inflation is by the end of the year, which we think will be around 5 to 6% by the end of the year from that side. So whilst the capital values hopefully will maintain themselves, we feel that the income that they'll produce either for clients that need it paying out or for clients who are investing, which is the majority of our clients, there will be some actual appreciation in their capital values this year. Because we changed the client portfolios a year ago and moved a lot of money out of the States, most money into the big blue chip shares in the UK, into those types of funds, those funds are the only funds that have made a profit in 2022. And we protected our clients considerably. And we've heard from, Alex and I have both heard from most of the front managers that we did exactly the right thing to move into a more defensive position last year, which really helped our clients protect them in a perfect storm year. We have heard of competitors of ours where their clients lost 40% last year, whereas ours only lost a small percentage overall. So we're feeling that the big blue chip shares, which the reason why they went up last year at the end of the day is because the FTSE 100 share index in the UK, biggest 100 companies by size, is dominated by oil and gas, which made billions from the war, minerals and mining, which made billions from the war, banking, which has made billions from the war inadvertently because the war pushed up. Energy prices, which pushed up inflation, which pushed up interest rates. And so the banks have pushed up interest rates for borrowers, but not as high for depositors. So they're making extra margin. And some of the pharmaceutical companies have done well as well. So those shares are the only shares that went up anywhere really last year. And what we decided to do for the rest of this year is really continue with that theme of having less in the the Americas because we feel that certainly the banking crisis isn't over in the states, and we think that may have an effect on their economy, the reinvestment into small companies to grow and things like that. The amount of the borrowing in the states obviously is is many many tens of trillions, and is massive and needs a, a a big repayment of interest every year. So we're reducing the states. We're reducing the property fund a little bit, not because we don't believe any of the fund managers made any mistakes, but only because we feel that at the end of the day, it's it's not as liquid, i.e., you can't always get your money out if there's a run on the property fund. So we reduce that a little bit. But what we do like in particular is the big blue chip funds that have done well last year and we still feel have got some way to go this year. And we certainly think that we need to be a bit more defensive this year, even than we were last year. And we do like fixed interest funds. With yield between 6 and 8%, there's not going to be any capital erosion with income reinvested, we don't feel this year. So we think that by taking that strategy, our clients at the end of the day will make a positive return on their portfolios in 2023. Looking ahead towards the end of the year, 2024, we think that, I know, I think the Chancellor said inflation will be down to 2.9 by the end of the year. None of the fund managers think that. And even now the commentators and the other commentators on the state of the UK economy and interest rates don't think that either. We think it's going to be stickier, mainly because of the rises in the food prices. We've still got high increases in salaries. Average salaries went up last year 6.5% apparently. And that's because the shortage of workers got half a million less workers than we had pre-Brexit, mainly due to Brexit and people retiring through throughout COVID. So that continues to push up workers while there is a shortage of new employees for firms. So I think it'll be sticky, yet, but by the end of the year, inflation will be probably down to between 5 and 6%. But we think that 2024 is going to be an altogether better year. We feel that inflation will be down probably to around 3% by the end of the year. We don't think it's getting down back to two. And that will lead to some reduction in interest rates, which is always good for stock markets and fixed interest funds. And we feel that the economy will grow better next year in the UK than it does this year. And again, we're very focused on the UK stock market. We feel this is the best place to be out of all of the markets that we could choose to invest clients' funds into. So that's consensus. That's our summer market update. I hope it's been useful to you. I hope it's been something that you found interesting and that I haven't witted on too blandly for too long this time. And at the end of the day, thank you very much for listening to this latest episode of Adapt Investments. If you have any questions, any queries, if you're clients, or if you're not yet clients of Applewood Independent, then please don't hesitate to get in touch either with our website, www.applewoodindependent.co.uk, or at one two seven zero six two six five five five. We're always there to help. Have a lovely week. Thank you for listening to A Dab of Investment. Please remember to subscribe and review and visit applewoodindependent.co.uk for the latest on wealth management and financial advice. See you next time.